Next up, best coach. It's an interesting category. It's a real best coach standoff. I feel like we've now just talked about these two movies constantly. But yeah. I have two answers. Because Cre- Creed is one of them. For yeah, Rocky, Rocky, well, Rocky and Creed. Yeah, Rocky is yeah. my, that's my choice. Or what like, I put down is Rocky and Creed. It's the best coach player relationship. Oh, by, by far. far. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I, I was also thinking about this more just like performance. Like I, I like the Wilford Brimley performance in The Natural. <laughs> I find it funny. And I also really like the... Um, The Moneyball. Uh, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, how? Bert, Bert How? Yeah, I mean, it's yeah, that's not the Art How. Art How. Art How. How being played but by Philip Seymour Philip Hoffman. Philip Seymour Hoffman. Philip Seymour Hoffman. No. I just enjoy that before. Like, it's such, yeah, like, it's, it's just like Philip Seymour Hoffman somehow chewing scenery without doing literally anything. Yeah. <laughs> Which apparently impressive. was, I guess, it makes for a great movie, right? But, like, not at all accurate. Like, a lot of like they were like on his side and he wasn't an asshole like that and he had a great relationship with the chris pratt player in real Mm -hmm. life and but yeah i have it it makes for a (laughs) compelling conflict i enjoy yeah i enjoy that as the just as like a coach in general he just poured right into a baseball manager's uniform (laughs) it's so funny and just authentic and perfect it's great yeah 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 killing this team (laughs) um yeah it's hard to say like enough like i mean we've already talked so much about how much we love the rocky evolution and we probably will continue to (laughs) i guess we will continue to do it um we can hold off then (laughs) okay and then my second thing was like it's a little bit more iconic and probably like a little bit more just like obvious. Um, but it's just Denzel Washington. Oh yeah, remember the remember Titans. Titans? Yeah, um, I mean he's not someone I'd want as my coach. <laughs> no, thank you. No, but uh, and that's I love true for a lot of these. I feel like this is like would in a worse actor. Like when I watch this again, it's like amazing how he like barely ever softens. Like he keeps it up basically like the the sort of like steely thing essentially the whole time. And I feel like, especially like if someone rolls in like, this is a Disney movie, it's supposed to be heartwarming, whatever. They would have like softened the performance a lot earlier um, and been like, I'm the nice coach now, like good cop, whatever. But it is so much like a, it's, you know, it it's part of his personality. It's also like the fact that he's just like, knows that like like them winning games is completely good that's what his family's safety is dependent on like you wouldn't soften like it's just it's very real in the situation that he's in that he needs to be very tightly wound and hard all the time like the only moment where he softens is not even in the coaching context but it's basically when everyone's cheering and he puts his daughter on and they like run around and she's like we're gonna win which is like such a great moment and you get the sense though that like, he's also like kind of doing that for his family too. Like that might not be his nature to do stuff like that, but like they've been through a lot um, and they want to be excited and he's doing it for them. Uh, but yeah, like the coaching was very good. Like, like what he did was very good. I like also that there's a dynamic where like he creates, 
like he does stuff at the top, but he's also like created an environment for them to kind of do their own things. Like he didn't think of the, like, we're going to dance on the field, but he created an environment where they were enough of a team where they would do their own thing. That's cute. And like team building. Um, there isn't there. A, well, it's a miracle. There's the quote, not that, not that I'm saying that he's one of the best quotes, but there's the quote, like if, if they hate him, they can't hate each other or whatever. Yeah. Which is kind of the, it's, it's yeah, there's the a ethos, certain like so. way he like puts his ego aside that like, I don't think that the other coach in that is very good at. He's a lot more codependent with his players, which is fine. It's like a good cop, bad cop situation. Yeah. But um, yeah, he's fabulous. And it's just, it's a really good performance. Like I remember watching it when a kid being like, Oh, like he's like acting. Like I remember like thinking that <laughs> like, Oh, like this is good acting. Guys. And, and, and it's hard not to compare that movie with Miracle. And if it's okay, we can just maybe move into a Miracle versus, <laughs> not oh, that we have to talk about Miracle very much, but Miracle <laughs> versus Merlin Titans. But like the fact that there are like real actors in the team and in the football team, like who cares if it looks like they're playing football? Like you could also, they have helmets on. I'm sure you could fake it so easily. Um, but like, and it's just fun to have like Ryan Gosling, <laughs> little yeah. skinny old Ryan Gosling <laughs> in that movie. And Donald Faison's really good. Um, and yeah, and just like the, the interactions in the locker rooms, uh, apart from like the homophobia and shit like that, are feel gen- like feel genuine, like them singing. And, I mean, the music is very on the nose, but just like it works because it's a Disney movie. Um, whereas Miracle, the acting of the players is so bad. I really it's did not bad. like Miracle. Oh man. Yeah, it's not a good movie. I I like uh the Minnesota face that uh Kurt Russell is. I like the Kurt Russell and uh what's her Patricia name? Patricia Clarkson. Patricia Clarkson parts a little bit more. We had this conversation off mic a few weeks ago and there's really not not that you can't like something that isn't a small quantity, but there's like barely no, there's like not any a lot of, of that there to pick at. <laughs> but I enjoy like I enjoy like him like the hot chocolate the, the conversation they have before the final. Oh yeah, where he's like this is hopeless like that I enjoy, and I also just think that like I find the actual hockey scenes to be compelling, which is not necessarily something that happens a lot in sports movies, which is probably why I liked it growing up. So let me put Slapshot on the list. Um. <laughs> Because I don't like, I don't really, really find the football scenes in remember the historical Titans stuff in that though is like, I didn't mind it so much growing up because I knew mm. the history and I was like, okay, that's fine. But I watched it with kids once because they like wanted to watch it because like whatever, it's like Minnesota, it's Wiper Lake. He like basically lived in Wiper Lake, so like, uh, um, I watched it with kids once and like, I was like, who is this for? Like, what child is like? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. like watching that like beginning sequence of like. All of the things that basically happened in the seventies. It's like, oh yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Thank the you. Jimmy for the Jimmy Carter. I, I needed that. I needed. Mm-hmm. I remember. Yep. The Jimmy Carter. I need that. Thank you. Like, yeah, I, like, it's like, it's like for someone who knows what's up, they don't need it, and for someone who doesn't know what's up, it's not nearly enough information. Oh yeah. So it's just useless, and it's like, unlike what I think. Remember the Titans does is like it's just it's much more embedded in the conflict. I think like people get it pretty quickly they understand like it's just oh, like in every single interaction in the high school like it's just the high school it's they're not like there. showing other high schools exactly like and it's just it's there it's obvious 
they don't need to like rely on it's it's the it's the conflict like and people know enough about it I don't know I was just like watching that with children I was like oh you have no idea what any of this is yeah this is the most the book useless first. presenting of historical context you got to read the book miracle with kids miracle with kids yeah especially and i really i was like oh the, the, a lot of these guys must be like apart from the guy from friends a lot of these players must be not actors and then i saw bring it on and i'm like holy shit this guy actually like works as an actor mm-hmm. when he's yeah mac 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 something i forget what his name is in the movie um yeah miracle's not good I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, I, had, for I that forced one, that to be on the list. <laughs> it should have been Remember the Titans. Remember um, best. Any other best coach nominees? I didn't put it down, but I, at a certain point in time in the last 35 years, um, Norman Dale or Gene Hackman as Norman Dale was really sort of the platonic best movie coach of all time, bar none. We've maybe kind of grown out of that ethos a little bit because he's just like a little too, you know, he doesn't know when to sort of surrender. Been doing a lot of yoga lately, a lot of talk about the swan balance between effort and surrender. Um, Norman Dale is Me like too. 99% effort and like maybe sometimes 1% surrender. And it's just like a little too much for me. And he hit a kid. He punched a kid. Also, <laughs> he punched a kid. He's like, oh, yeah, I punched he a kid. Thoroughly discounted from this because he punched a kid. And he's and like, like a letter from the Schmoolies that Hirsch pulls out. And she's like, I hereby <laughs> declare that you punched a kid. So you fell out of a hotel. <laughs> you punched a kid. <laughs> Look, maybe yeah, I punched the kid once. It's not great. But I think my father would be upset if is, I didn't mention Norman is, Dale. Uh, <laughs> it's the only, did, did you say Ian Holm won or was nominated for Best just Supporting? Nominated, just nominated. Okay. Him. He was fine. I mean, that He's was, fine. It's very like, it felt like very sort of technical coaching. Yeah. I mean, the scene where he's in the, it was oddly analogous to like, um, creed's to apollo creed's wife in in creed of like him listening from from the hotel room to, yeah i do like that that's a great i like that and yeah and that's also a great scene in that that part of that scene in creed um and 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 every and all of the felicia rashad scenes are really good and they establish such an interesting they they root that side of like why the fuck are you doing this your dad died doing this very well and her anger and then the whole she sends she sends the shorts and he's like very emotional about it it's another good part of that good I love movie. those shorts those are cool shorts i was weirded out before about i was like really they just say creed i'm like that's a big step and then i realized that that's a creed and johnson and it gets like, me oh. every time every time i watch the <laughs> I movie you might be like that's a big step i don't know if we're ready for that yet <laughs> yeah every time it gets me uh are we good on best coach i am i am moving on to uh bless their heart they're trying a lot of this was related to, I kept not thinking of anything except for like acting performance as opposed to oh. sports performance. 
I mean, I thought about Ray Allen. He's trying. There are certain scenes where his limitations show themselves. I think, I think he's it, good. Oh, he's phenomenal. I mean, he's good. It's, it's crazy how good he is. He's really good. Um, yeah, he's he's better I think than Kevin really Costner. Yeah, oh, sure. Easily, okay. Yeah. I feel like there's certain earlier on, and it might be him trying to do standoffish, but him in in like the scene on the bench with Rosario Dawson at the end is really good. Like those those are both they're both doing very good performances, and also that's a very important scene because before that you're just like oh was like was that rounds more Rosario Dawson's character and kind of how everyone is and more uh, yeah I I was like this is a very like Adam and Eve not obviously Adam and Eve but kind of Eve like the downfall of man kind of feel to it until that scene and so I found that very important and they both but but other times I feel like oh yeah you remember this guy is not an actor I disagree I think that if you didn't know you wouldn't I don't think you'd be able to guess I think he's fabulous. Um, I definitely I, agree, I, Rachel. The worst performance by an athlete is Michael Jordan in Space Jam. Like the idea that you would say Ray <laughs> Allen before Michael Jordan is insane. Oh, I forgot about Space uh, Jam. I literally haven't yeah. thought about it in, in Space year. Jam is, anyone that's not animated in Space Jam gets qualified for bless their heart, they're trying. Literally <laughs> anyone that's not animated. See, I did an Bill actual Murray. athlete yeah, for this one. <laughs> I did, or I, like I did like the, like a, the player, not the, not the actor. Which is like number one with a bullet, Ollie McClellan. Underhand Ollie. Little number 13 doing the underhanded free throws in in users. Uh, Yeah, I mean, that's the, that's, yeah. It's like the epitome of a bless their heart. It sounds like you're saying usurers. Like there's there's some sort of medieval (laughs) usury. Usurers. I got a little Sandman in me. No, I'm yeah, it's a great that's a great ending when when he is or that's not the is it is that the end of the last game or the end of the semifinal one? It's, it's the, the end of the semifinals. Yeah. I also my my those. sports related nominee for this is when the main character of Sandlot is first trying to throw a ball from the uh, oh, good one. Because oh, anyone who's been hurts an outfielder soul. in a T ball team and you're like I'm not a thousand percent sure I could make it Which to the second hand baseman. Do I, use? <laughs> I really related to that. And just and why like, the hell is he wearing pants? <laughs> <laughs> See, now I have to keep the first one in, Andy, or else they won't that understand point. the reference. I double down today. I double down. That's like KFC that's what double that's, down. I mean, eventually he he gets better at it, you know, pretty easily. I like the fact that he never like gets that great. You know, I like that. And the like hat, that. the hat that he's wearing while he's throwing that. Oh, yeah. Yes, exactly. That's the, just that scene is such a bless their heart. They're trying, but like not quite because like for me, like I don't have the generosity to like my young self to not have a little disdain for him when he's doing that. <laughs> like, it's like, it's just a lot of like projection of like, oh, you suck. Why are you here? <laughs> But yeah, if I were a better person and had a better relationship to my childhood, I'd probably say, bless their heart, they're trying. <laughs> Next up. MVP. And and how are people, uh, what does this mean? 
most valuable player. <laughs> and what does that mean in this context? So is it like, I are we doing thought about I literal player. Were you doing this kind of like bless their heart? They're trying where it's actually someone who's like in the game, like an athlete. Yeah. Yeah. If you're like a fictionalized or historically fictionalized athlete, not like the, well, I guess no, well, well, no, I, I, my, I have a joke. I have a sincere joke answer for number for my third one that breaks that rule. Cause it's too fucking good. <laughs> um, but I, I'll I'll start to to lead by example here. So I, um, I guess just Ali, right? If we're just like who's like the greatest of all time, put your money on them type of thing. Whether it's just like life or physical feats of strength, yeah. uh, I, yeah, that would go with Ali. Um. And we've talked a little bit about the performance. I think I ultimately like the performance. It's kind of, it's, it's, it's hard to, it's, it's, it's hard to land on one side or the other. Um, I, I kind of like feel- it though. I think it's good. I think it's good. I'm going to put myself out there and say, that I think that I like it. And I think it's good. I think there's moments <laughs> that I like it. There's moments where he's like thinking of Ali like scene by scene, what would Ali be thinking right now that seemed more organic? But when he's like doing Ali, it's just very clunky. And like, I was watching Ali clips last night to see like, oh, when he's talking, does Ali sometimes start doing Ali? And I couldn't find it. Like he has just a very natural cadence to his voice. It never gets that performative. And like, there are points there where I'm like, why is this Muhammad Ali impression coming out of Will Smith's mouth? Yeah. It's just like, it's like becomes an impression. Mostly when he's like doing when he's like like any sort of shit. quote, like any Ali quote. Yeah. Like anything that was. Oh, was give me that movie, those... by the way. Like, can we, I just, I want the Cosell. Oh, the Ali, Ali. Cosell movie? <laughs> yes. Dude, oh, him my... playing with the, with, there, there was the comedy in that movie was hit yeah. so well like yeah, yeah, anything yeah. with the toupee like their their back too. and forth was yeah. so good i yes. was on the wikipedia because there's such a it's such a deep um cast so i forgot that lavar burton because he's in it for like a second it might not even for be in motion lavar burton is is martin luther king yeah in the movie um, i had to look that up to see if 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 Ali's lawyer was actually, I mean, they're not sure he was on the phone, but he was actually at the hotel. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. When, uh, so, Because sometimes I'm like, really, they're really pushing together all these historical events. But that was actually like real. At least he was there. They, they don't know if he was at the, at the, on, on, on a call with Ali when, when MLK was shot. But uh, this is embarrassing, I guess. I was, on the Wikipedia, or I mean, I was doing the stats or something on Wikipedia on this or that for for the movie yesterday, and I watched it in pieces, and I had about an hour left, and um, I saw because it got two nominations. Will Smith was nominated for actor, and John Voight was nominated for supporting actor. And I glanced again at the stats, and I thought, I said to myself, I have an hour left of this movie, and John Voight hasn't even been in it yet. You didn't realize, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, I knew instantly. 
I was like, I was on John Voight detection because I saw this... he when he was billed. Oh, see, I was like, who under who is under all of this makeup? It's and that's so, so I, like, much I, makeup. It's so much makeup. So I was like, oh, who I like, I was thinking, I wasn't like, that's John Voight. I was like, wait, that's a lot of makeup. Let me try and figure out who this is. And then well, I realized it was John. And Boy. half the guys are not only from sort of uh, the Michael Mann repertory, but they're from Heat. So John Voight from Heat and um, Ted Levine from Heat. And Ted Levine is a CIA or FBI agent in a few scenes. And then my my third, this is the joke one that I said before, but Michael T. Williamson is Don King in Ali. Uh. Oh my God, I love it so much. He's so good as Don King. Might not be better um, than, um, oh God, what's his name? Who, um, Tim, uh, Tim Meadows. Tim Meadows on SNL as Don King. I also cherish, but, but I just, it was one of those things where it's like, cause I watched it yesterday. And like I said, I watched it in pieces and it's like, God, you know, we got to watch Color of Money and we got like half of Ali left to watch. Let me just get through Ali. But then Michael T. Williamson shows up and it was just like, I was just cruising from that point forward. And, and their interactions are also super good. interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, it's good stuff. Yeah, also, I, I had Jimmy the- Chitwood, but we can, we can come back to Jimmy. Okay. Jimmy Chitwood for MVP? Yeah. The, the straight face Jimmy. The Jimmy Chitwood is the is the, the guy who the guy who uh, Gene Hackman's not allowed to touch. Oh, yeah. I um, <laughs> did not really watch Hoosiers. That's fine. Who's Hoosiers? Usurers. Usurers. Hoosiers. Um, mine. And this is maybe going to be an opportunity to talk about a uh, controversial, what might be a controversial movie. But my MVP is Eddie Felson in Color, Color of Money. Freeze frame, Eddie Felson. Yeah. Yes. I know Sam's going to bring up an iffy scene. Probably. Where he like calls the girl on her bluff and like sort of pushes her up against the wall. Oh, yeah. I had forgotten about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I love Paul Newman. So I love I love Paul Newman. So I don't know. There's I just like that that movie. I didn't expect that movie to take a turn into him playing. Sure. And I was so excited when it did. I was like, oh, this is the best. Like, I'm so, like, that movie just, I mean, I like that movie for a lot of reasons. And I wanted to say this here because I think that, like, like, it's such a beautiful exploration of someone being like, God damn, I love this sport. Like, it's just like, he thought he had this very, he thought he had this very cynical attitude about the sport. And then he didn't. He's like, I just love it. And you like watch him mm. sort of come alive, like hop, like leaping upstairs into pool halls and stuff like that. And eventually, like a really good movie. He just gets really oh. sick of like watching <laughs> other people play. And it's just like, I'm gonna play and I'm gonna not hustle. I'm just gonna like be the best. Cause like hustling feels gross. And like, uh and like the joy in his face when he's like you know, at the very end when he's like, I'm back, you know? And the fact that like his sort of, I don't know, I just like, that's the most valuable player for me because very few times, like you see people wanting to be the best, but you very few times in these movies, do you see people like, or realizing they're good, but like, you never really see someone realizing like, 
oh, I love this. Like, I love this. I love playing. Um, and I love that. That's so entertaining. It is, and the fact that it's in Paul Newman and Paul Newman's face and, you know, like this sort of like battle between the cynicism of hustling and like his genuine sort of love of the sport. And the fact that it turns into like the genuine love of the sport wins, I was not expecting that. Like, and it was a very pleasant turn. I thought that there the whole time he was just gonna have, I kept saying, oh, he's, I, I think he's just gonna be hustling like Tom Cruise the whole time. And this is a movie that like loves the hustle. And, it, and he, this is all gonna be, have been some grand plan. It's like the but at the end of the movie, what? Like the sting. It's like a weird yeah. pool hall sting. Whoa. Like at the end of the movie, it's like, Tom Cruise loves hustling and seen the movie yet. kind of doesn't love it that as much the movie kind of doesn't respect that and and Paul Newman loves playing pool and the movie respects that more and it's just it's very wholesome and like um optimistic for a Martin Scorsese movie I don't know if that what really that speech fits into MVP but I, MVP in my heart I would do it well, it inspired me to add a fourth MVP. I mean, Werewolves I, have, I, have of London one, and I have one Lord actual Lord. MVP. Oh, great selection. I, so I, I think I have a very irrational, something about the tone of Color of Money. Just like I walked away from watching Color of Money in as bad a mood as I did walking away from About Last Night. That's wild oh, to me. See, like I walked away it, from it in as nothing, good a mood as I did of like Two for the Road. Nothing, <laughs> nothing, nothing. I think it has... Not, it's not equating those two, like the quality of those movies, but something about, it might just been I was having a bad day. I don't know. I didn't think I was. It was raining. Anyway, I just, I don't know. I felt very empty after watching that movie. I, I mean, Tom Cruise, maybe I was looking at Tom Cruise so much. I just got lost in the deep, deep well of nothingness that is uh, that are his eyes. Um, Guys... I forgot what the fuck. I should. <laughs> Do you want to tell us, Andy? You it's pretty funny. Us. It's pretty funny. Okay. <laughs> so at the end of Moneyball, when Jonah Hill ultimately shows him that clip of the guy like being too embarrassed to know that he hit a home run. Yeah. And he's like, "Come here, I want to show you something." Like I always think that it's going to be like some like like hokey like like surprise and it's like all the kids just saying like we love you billy and it's like billy bean day and they had like a little like uh like economy <laughs> like celebration with like paper plates and sheet cake for to send off billy bean when it's really just That's some, my second like weird metaphor for, <laughs> for mvp is jonah is the jonah hill character in that movie who like it's very odd that that movie is so invested in like rewarding billy bean and like, will he take this better job? It's like, and Jonah Hill's just going to stay there? Like, he's the one who thought of all of this. Like, he's going to stay there in his terrible office? Like, I want to know who's offering Jonah Hill some money. Please. Yeah. I, I actually had uh, Brad Pitt in Moneyball as, as a possible MVP. And as a possible coach. No, I know he's um, not a coach, technically, but. I just, I, I, the weird part is I don't really like the, the flashback parts of the movie. I understand their importance, kind of. I feel like they happen too often in terms, I feel like there could have been one story about him rather than all the flashbacks. But his, his love-hate relationship with baseball and kind of like 
the also like the the relate like the the idea of baseball and like the relationships of baseball and like the idea of what it means to put put belief into someone else and and the kind of falsehoods that 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 baseball and kind of the myth of baseball propagate i just really like that idea and i i i, I like sports movies that investigate parts of sports that aren't sports that isn't that oh, yeah. isn't the playing of the sport that's why he got game is super interesting yeah, um yeah, yeah. and miracle and i yeah. uh, sorry and moneyball mm-hmm. super interesting um because it's about non-sports it's like about the the culture of sports Bull and, Durham. And, and like it's like that too yeah, and Bull Durham and, and minor league. Yeah, exactly. Minor leagues and kind of what that what what being close but not really getting to do your dream and like being having to sit with that does. Those I find those to be really interesting just because I've seen so yeah. many sports movies. And well, it just it doesn't take sort of the sports as a given. It's not like it's not like yeah. they're really in yeah, sports, you know. Here's another story to go on top of that. It's like investigating the complexities within it. Yeah. Uh, but also, maybe my more traditional MVP was Jess from Bennett Like Beckham. Great choice. Because she's so good. And um, yeah, I just like, I, I enjoy like the, um, like the, um, the emotion that like she exhibits, like when she's playing, so, like she's all emotion. She's kind of like, like her in the park and I, yeah, she's just, I, and that's also just a really fun, fun movie. And she's really, really good in it. Um, yeah. Sam came up with our second podcast shirt. What? Look, I love Paul Newman. <laughs> i can't i know we I came up with one on the horror episode that was like <laughs> very busy i can't remember i'll have to go back and listen but i can't remember what it was but look i'll have paul newman it's another are show. we good on mvp mm-hmm. next up best win best win best win Best win. Mine is. I think all best win is of... kind of more boring, at least in my mind, because like that's this is one expect. of the few. I guess about half of them. I only have one thing down. I only have one for this. It's very easy. I knew it right away. It's all of Booksmart. Shit. <laughs> um, no, I because it, it. Um. I think, and this kind of goes to believability. Um, my best one doesn't have to do with Creed, but I think about this moment from this movie I'm about to, I'm about to talk about in Creed, where it's like I can see it multiple times, and it like my disbelief is suspended every time. There's still like hits in Creed where I will audibly and organically just be like, oh, ah, uh, oh, holy shit, like that hit that conlin gets or you know vice versa is like but he doesn't win yeah i'm not talking about creed oh Um, oh but part of how i led or how um 
I get to my choice is because I'm just so engrossed in sort of like, I guess the movie magic of it all um, that I can watch Creed over and over a movie like Creed over and over again. Um, and like still be like jilted by the, the hits that they're landing on each other. Um, and even though, so this is based on history. So in the actual like, like real life history that actually happened in very much the way that it did when the athletics won um, their 20th, consecutive game and no uh, like even though it's based on history and i've seen Moneyball multiple times every time it's like i'm just so in it and like the roller coaster I'm like wait do they win i can't remember like so like because like the royals come back and then hatterberg hits the walk-off home run and it is like and this uh and the sound that the, the bat hit them ball oh, yeah. and brad pitt looks up uh it's just yeah. so well yeah. done easy easy best win and that's yeah it's not there's mine. nothing more to say Minus the Clovers winning at the end of Bring It On. Oh. <laughs> that could also be best loss, too. <laughs> that's that's one of my best yeah. losses. Yeah, I just think, like, it's... Because you watch that movie and you're like, good God, please don't... Please, please. I'm please like, let them win. Please let them please win. Please let them win. Like, hoping, oh, my God, I swear, God. if they don't win. I get it. You two not... remember Bring It On. I get it. <laughs> <laughs> what? I watched it three days ago. That was one another one that I watched this week. I like Bring It On. Okay, I like the movie. Well, I, actually, I was, I, I was in a funny way saying that I don't, I, I don't even remember it enough to really <laughs> know what you're talking about. Oh, I mean, okay, well, but like, I just think I that do like, now, but I mean, obviously, the movie's problematic in a lot of ways. Like, it's the Clover's movie, which is why I didn't put it as best loss because, like, the Clover's winning is the point, not that the Toros lost. It's the point is that the Clover's one and they deserved it and they did an amazing job and it's just very satisfying and it doesn't feel like a sure thing when you watch it that they're gonna win and you're like thank god <laughs> uh and yeah it's just like it's very cool and it's also you know it does teach like the Toros that like you know fair competition is important and like you that it's better to lose fairly than to steal things from people of color and sheet and yeah so that's fine the clover's winning at the end and plus like those two last routines are so fun to watch i mean i know that like bring it on is like not like the best movie on this list but like it's fun to watch the cheerleading like it's very entertaining so there you go um I kind of, I guess mine is more like the literal moment of winning. And I, as I said before, I really like, this is not my top one, but I really like the natural home run scene. It's just like, I don't know. It sticks in my head. I think it's one of the few scenes that I had seen before watching the whole movie for this podcast. Um, you do another natural podcast soon. Yeah. 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 Um, and yeah, and we'd already talked about this too, but like that final play of Remember the Titans, it's just, I love, like, I love yeah. it. I love that it's a trick play. I love like the way it's shot is kind of like, and the, and the, and the way it's scored also, like he starts running and then there's a couple blocks that the, uh, that Sunshine gives and 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 you see it dawn on his face that like 
oh my God, like there's no one left. And everyone in the crowd is like, oh my God, like this is happening. And, and he scores and then the, the and then like the, um, the, the two daughters hugging and then being like, oh no, <laughs> we hate each other. Um, it's just a fun, like actual win. So I think that wins for me. Um, I also do have a soft spot for do you believe in miracles um from miracle just because it's a very iconic thing like it's an iconic call of a game um but yeah mine is mine is remember the titans sorry i'm (laughs) oh it's such a stupid joke i'm laughing because every i can't hear Remember the Titans without thinking of Remember the Tight Ones, which is the stupid porn parody from that terrible Ben Stiller movie from 2007, The Heartbreak Kid, that I watched like on a plane, on a like on a way to a spring break. Once there's a scene where there's like a you know like invented for the movie <laughs> porn parody, and it's called <laughs> Remember the Tight Ones. <laughs> That's why I've tried to not talk about it that much. <laughs> uh, cool, cool, cool. Wait. Andy, did you say your best win? The athletics um, in Monday. Athletics. Getting yeah, the yeah, 20th yeah. consecutive win. Best loss. Um, when I finish yeah, Book Smart. Because it's um, over. Yeah, I know. It hurts. I guess that's like worst loss. That was. Um, yeah, end of Rocky. End of Rocky. He went the distance. Yeah. Went the distance with the smoothish. End of Rocky because it invented the like good loss. Yeah. Like yeah. Creed does it. I was like, oh, I like the Creed one. But I was like, it's it's like you have to give credit to the to the original. Yeah. Because like Creed, it wouldn't work if Creed had done that, like and Rocky hadn't existed. You know, it, mm-hmm. it, like it invented the, like the, the, you know, uh, spiritual victory or whatever. Um, and maybe just boxing is more suited to that or something like that. But, um, that's like, I mean, that's like best losses and like most satisfying. There's also some like best losses and like good crushing low points. I think like the time that they lose and bend, bend it like Beckham and the shootouts is pretty satisfying, like is like a very good low point. They have really good music playing. Shootouts are like very heartbreaking. And it's also like her thing. And that's like a good, like low point loss moment. So I was kind of like, I had two nominees, one for like most satisfying loss and one for like, it's doing a good job at what it's trying to do. Yeah, peaches too. I have. Um, yeah, that was yeah. I had I had League of Their Own in the World Series. Um, I had. Well, it's not really a game. It's it's like the he got game where Denzel is like just actually stuck in jail, uh, like at the loss, like his yes. like in in his uh. Mm-hmm deal with the devil basically um, big state 
I grew up and going to Big State. <laughs> Why did they call it Big State? I really thought like that. I really thought he was gonna like basically commit suicide by proxy. Like that last scene, really, where he's oh, like walking man. off, like like I, that was such a well done scene because you're like, oh no, like please don't, like please don't. Um, and then the kind of weird thing with the ball was. I like I that. Know, That's. Fully, I think that that movie like plays a lot with fantasy or magical elements. And I think that big state is an example of that where it like kind of refuses. It's like, it's self-conscious of itself as a movie and it allows itself not to like um, be a hundred percent realism all the time. So calling it big state is very effective. Sure. I've just watched so much Simpsons in the last 30 years. It seems like so much like a Simpsons joke. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to Big State. And it was like, and what was it? Tech, tech State? What was the one where uh, Rick Fox was at? Something Tech? Oh, something Tech. Yeah. 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 I mean, just to, maybe. because yeah. I really liked He Got Game, and this is partially just because it's a Spike Lee joint, but like so much of so much bad shit in sports movies and movies in general, but like the exposition is such a rough, like, and this is part of some, sometimes Ali, Ali did an interesting job of basically not doing that much exposition. Um, But the kind of like specifically like the cut together semi flashback stuff where like you're seeing Rosario Dawson waiting at the bus stop. And you're seeing like some of his and her interactions just kind of like cut together and just, you get a sense of where they're at with just showing, just showing, not telling. And I just like, I find like, and he does that multiple times in that movie. And I just find it like to be so refreshing compared to how, basic not necessarily in a bad way but kind of like stick to the rules of film that most of sports movies are so i just i mean he got game was one of these movies like he got game and creed especially for the last week of shit that i watched were like oh these are actual like movie movies not sports movies movies with sports yeah exactly yeah and last up for our categories Best thing you ever saw. I can go first. This was tough. This was one of the tougher ones I've had maybe ever for this. I can't remember being this hard since like Pixar, I guess. Usually it's pretty cut and dry for me, but this one, I don't know if I didn't, I might've left some out on the field, but go for it. I had you can't two, pick two. Three, I had three good contenders. Me too. One kind of slightly stepped down. Me three. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll do the one. I'll do my actual one last. So my one step down was he got game. Really like that. Um, some of the Denzel stuff with uh, what's her name from Resident Evil. This felt was a lot. Oh, just, yeah, yeah. Just kind of drag 
dragged the movie kind of around, just took the movie in places I don't think it necessarily needed to go. It's a long um, movie. Yeah. And it, yeah, and I mean, it probably added a necessary time. Because um, I found this stuff with Ray Allen going, like his recruitment and all of the pushing and pulling on him really was the movie and kind of how his dad factored onto that was the important parts of Denzel. Anyway, so that was one. Moneyball is another one. Yeah, Again, same. another kind of not the sport, but of the sport feel to it. They, I mean, the, the acting is like the Jonah Hill, Brad Pitt relationship is just so good and propels the entire movie. Um, and just as an, is a nice snapshot. It's not a long period of time. Like you, it's, it doesn't, it feels, it feels like you're skirting the edge of something, but in a good way because you're all seeing it through the manager's eyes. It's just a very novel thing. Um, and, and the other of my runner-ups is Rocky. Um, we've talked a lot about it already. Um, it was a movie that I've actually kind of purposefully not watched for a long time because I don't like boxing. And I was like, I don't think Slice of Bones is a good actor. And I'm sure this is popular because of for a lot of basic reasons and i was like so surprised by so many things in this movie Speci- especially the rocky and adrian well uh, so part of the reason is my one of my biggest uh like the references that i see the most is the <laughs> the fake porno in big mouth it's real is it real yeah he was he did like before he was a i guess like but but he's talking oh adrian like in the porno oh but no but he was he he was a porno actor i think he was was he in remember the tight ones (laughs) (laughs) anyway so like i just i just had not and was not like particularly excited about watching that but their relationship (laughs) was just so good um yeah and but but the best thing i ever saw and it might be recency bias in multiple ways because i literally just watched it last night was creed it was like by far and away by far and away and maybe this is like (laughs) the most invested i've been in in a movie in in a long long time like the most of which I've been in something I've been watching in a long, long time. Like I was jumping up and down during that last fight scene. I, the number of montages might be too much for some people, but I fucking love a montage. And there were so many good training montages, his relationship with Rocky, the Rocky getting cancer thing was completely out of left field for me. Like I did not see it coming. Um, well, I, I guess I kind of was like, oh, like he wasn't training him for a long time. He wasn't directly involved. That that scene, I knew something was going to happen. I thought he was going to like break something. He was going to fall down or something. I did not see the cancer itself coming. Um, and I love that there's just like everything was done so well. I love the music. Um, I actually like at the beginning of the movie, I was like, oh, this is just going to be some guy who fights all the time. And it's going to be him like fighting all the time. But it really was more about 
his insecurity, like he had this specific reaction to people talking about his father and his family. And that began in the first episode when someone talked the first, sorry, the first opening scene when someone talks about, I think his mom in period or quarter one, one. first quarter, quarter one, when someone's like talking (laughs) about his mom, I think. And he's, and he, and then it happens again when someone calls him baby Creed and at, at, before the concert, he just like, he like completely loses control. And, and I think that that it's a more interesting take on that. Um, yeah. And, 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 and the first fight is not that interesting with it when he's in, in Tijuana, but the second fight is so good and is well spaced out in the, in the middle of the movie. And you're going to kind of halfway there kind of feel for it. And then the last fight and, and the lead up to it and all of the Conlon stuff and, I, I, yeah. And the 12th round is just so thoroughly engrossing that I, there was no way I could, I could not pick it. Um, you only picked it because it has three seconds of Skyfall in it. Yeah, exactly. What three seconds of Skyfall? When he, see, one of the things I love about it so much is like, is it, I always forget it. So is it verisimilitude or verisimilitude? Verisimilitude, right? I've heard of verisimilitude. I've heard it both ways. But just there's just a lot of the authentic like, like the so like two, but I guess people talk about the like the ESPN stuff, right? How a lot of it is with like it's actually like the real world, and there's PTI and the twenty four seven and the one, one of the announcers from the fight is the guy from oh. like there's that sort of authenticity to it. But I but I love just sort of, you know, like the things that would actually happen that you you would never actually put in a movie, like when he has to take a shit and he's just like get the gloves off me, I got to take a shit. <laughs> um, but something I guess that really speaks to me, like after he beats Spirino and he's like, Are we gonna do it up? Are we gonna uh, like yeah, we gonna and it just goes cut the to town him. and then they cut to him passed out on the couch. Um, and they because it's an MGM movie and they probably uh, shot it two years after Skyfall came out, they cut to um when like the subway Oh, like, I do remember that subway comes down and, through the wall. Skyfall. Yeah, I do remember yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, I know. That's why. That's the only like, reason why. So, like which is like my perfect idea of a <laughs> uh, celebration after beating Spirino is three different kinds of ice cream and watching <laughs> Skyfall. <laughs> and having sex with t- sex, Tessa Thompson. That's yeah. not a bad combo. <laughs> Um, oh, that's what I do every time we watch. So Rachel and I have sat down to watch it three times, like very dedicatedly in the last couple of years. Um, and every time we watch it, you get the sense that at like once they start having sex, I don't know why I like hesitated a little bit sex. when I said that, but like, uh, but so they, they start having sex and the camera kind of pans up a little bit and it seems like it's going to follow up the stairs to Rocky sort of like lovingly like watching and like nodding along like, yeah. Yeah, that's really good. Done. yeah. <laughs> and and I mean like, I it, there is a little bit of like a Chekhov's Rocky when she's like, oh, well, but is, <laughs> like, isn't, when she's like, oh, but your uncle is upstairs. Check out Rocky. I had the same top three as Sam. I think, but I with a different it. result. Oh, I'm more listening. As you're much thinking, I think the best thing I ever saw on this list is Rocky. 
I think it comes down to Rocky and Creed for me. I think that Moneyball, I've watched it like twice and one, three times. And one time I really didn't like it. I feel like yeah, that- we, we were going into this and you were like, I hate that movie. I, I had to get a, I had to get this movie on this list. Are we talking yeah. Moneyball? Yeah. yeah, you guys weren't gonna put this movie well, on the list. I had watched. We it. did it I for "Here it. Comes the Pod," and it we just yeah. I don't don't for whatever I, reason we were not into it when we watched it then. Yeah, I wish I could go back in that headspace because I caught it on HBO like a year after it came out, and saw it then for the first time. And we were doing the "Here Comes the Pod" thing two years ago, and I remember selling it to you like it was the best thing I ever saw. And then we watched it. And it was like oh, it was okay. Yeah, mm-hmm. but watching it for this was like, oh shit, this is really good. I really like Moneyball. The best thing about Moneyball is that uh, it seems like all Bennett Miller movies really want to be like gray and brown, and because there has to be this constant bright green in it, it actually like really helps them out. Um, anyway, oh, no, I think Rocky even... yeah, again. Sorry. I want to like credit Rocky for its sort of originality. I think Creed. If you like look, if you like watched my brain on Creed it would be more stimulated and like hitting more notes than Rocky. But I feel like Creed has sort of been put through, like the sports movie wasn't really a thing before Rocky. So I feel like what Creed does is like marry the nostalgia of Rocky, the character that Sly Stallone created and just sort of like all of the learning of like sports movie beats that has come from the last 70 years. And it's just kind of like designed to just be like, like the salt, sugar, fat of movies. Like, it's just like, you just like gobble it up and it's just so good. Um, but I just have to give Rocky like credit where credit is due for being as weird of a movie as it is. Like I talked about how weird the love story is. It's also kind of an odd movie. Like he's an odd character. It It is so satisfying in a way that's not like, oh, you're doing the thing now. It is like we know that all the beats now because it's Rocky and it's very famous, but it, it sometimes it feels like Moonstruck or something like that. This like very like niche neighborhood that it's exploring, and we should watch Moonstruck again. Yeah, it, it feels like it and feels like, like the specificity a- of it is so, and it's not like and now we're getting Philly cheesesteaks. It's just it's just specific, you know. It's not like shout out to Philly. Like it's not that or like there's a lot of bikers here. Um, And I think that there's like, in terms of like what makes a movie good and not just satisfying. I think Rocky has more of that than Creed. Creed has lower lows. Like, I think that like, there's a lot of Creed that's like, especially with the Tessa Thompson thing that feels kind of thrown in for like reasons. I don't really get it. Um, But Creed is just, or Rocky is like very lean. I like the matchup a lot better. Like, I don't really like having like Conlon be such a big bad. It's just so obvious. Whereas like Apollo Creed is like an actual, like there's just nothing that Rocky doesn't make interesting, right? It makes every love story interesting. It makes the sort of manager relationship interesting. It makes the the actual fight interesting. Like there's nothing that it relies on genericness for. Um, like everything it touches has to be just like a little gem and not like a, eh, we'll just put this in. We'll put this mean Liverpool guy in because it's easy to have a mean guy. Um, 
So yeah, I mean, not only I don't love Creed, I always love Creed, but in my head, I was like really thinking about what was better. And I think Rocky is better just for its. It it felt like almost like Rocky was resigned to and okay with being like a cult movie as it was being made. Yes. Like there was not in a movie that like Creed expected to be a huge movie because of Rocky and because of Rocky 2 and Rocky 3 and Rocky 4 and Rocky 5 and Rocky 6. But Rocky itself is like, this is going to be weird. <laughs> yeah. It reminds like, me of weirdly the difference between coming to America and coming to America. Like the, what uh-huh. we just watched, like it's very different, but it's just like, so in some ways, the second thing is more satisfying just because it's like playing with bigger ammunition. It has more money. It knows it's, it knows it's good. And it has nostalgia, you know, like it's like, it's just, it's kind of like with, it has bigger guns, but you have to like give credit to the originator that, brought that made the nostalgia happen in the first place um so yeah that's what i think about rocky it's a fabulous movie dandy so yeah i had a pretty clear top five thinking about this minus uh, bend it like Beckham, which isn't like a thing all of its own. I kind of touched on that already because I just don't like think about it that much as a sports movie. Um, and they're like clear tears to this. So um, I don't think either of them really had a chance at being the my like the best thing for me. But I I, I just really 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 fell in love with um, a league of their own in Bull Durham, which is really weird because to, which is weird to me because I really not a baseball guy and I'm really not an Americana guy, but just the aesthetic of um, like that late eighties minor league stuff in the South and Bull Durham. Um, which is the same aesthetic as the forties. Yeah. Which is kind of weird too. Cause it's like the same. Yeah. It's like this, it's the same aesthetic of the forties. Um, and I can't think of, so it's the, you made the joke about it of saying like late, like women play ball. Like what's it's like the WAA or something. It's, I don't know. I'm such a jackass. No, it's like the AAG it's girls. It's not even women. It's like the American something girl player league. It's like the AAGPL. But yeah, but yeah, that's sort of that whole atmosphere that they, especially the one in a, in a league of their own, how the, it's just the production on a league of their own is so, um, so satisfying to me, but there, there, there are those two in like the sort of runner, runner up tier. Uh, and then like you two, mostly like Sam. So Moneyball on any given day, I think Moneyball and Rocky could be my, could be tied for my runner up. But um, like Sam Creed is the best thing I ever saw. Have um, we ever agreed before? Well, we all had uh, Harry met when Harry met Sally. Oh, that's true. technically as the but we all it was a triple agreement. Um, I go back and forth with Rocky and Creed. I mean, Rocky's like a perfect movie, um, which is in like a, it's like a conversation in a class all of its own. But I I usually don't go. I usually don't have the time. But had a lot of time this time around to like go back and like study, study. But to like to look at like key scenes and things like that, I watched the whole Apollo um, and Rocky fight again. I mean, granted, they're like, what, f- almost 40 years apart. 
Um, but just like in, in the in the context of sports movies, wanting it, wanting the best thing I ever saw to represent like like sort of like the best filmed athletic event um, to be represented by that. Just like the the boxing, not only is the boxing in Creed a million times better than the boxing in Rocky, it's just. Um, or it, it not only is it the best boxing scenes of all time compared to any other boxing movie, but it's just much better than Rocky. I mean, this, the boxing stuff in Rocky looks like it's 40 years ago. Um, or like it really shows that it's 40 years old at this point. Because um, Michael B. Jordan really, yeah. apparently the story is that he really did get punched for when he got knocked out during the... Yeah. And the Conlon one, right? When there's like the, the slow one. motion of him... Going him down. hitting the ground and then and then i love how he it, it, like he literally gets jolted like he jumps up like he got jolt, like hit by lightning when he gets up from that it's not like a oh he kind of opens his eyes which is what i was expecting and he was like no i'm like it's like he was out and now he's back <laughs> it's kind of a missed opportunity that someone didn't fashion a baseball bat out of michael b jordan <laughs> if he got hit by lightning uh but really like my like the prominent note here so the first thing i wrote down with selecting creed is that um it's really fascinating how it's to me field of dreams but better and i think and field of dreams is such a strange movie on such a number of of levels but um something that really sticks in my craw about field of dreams. And I think it's, it's, you know, it's all like a generational thing. And like, if, if Creed in a world where Creed didn't exist and I saw field of dreams like 20 years earlier, I would maybe enjoy it and maybe even cherish it a lot more. But something that really sticks in me with field of dreams is just like how sort of tepid the unresolved conflict is with the father. Like I know people are, people are just like turned into goo by field of dreams um, and get so emotional by that ending scene with asking his father to play catch and whatnot. Cause he's, you know, getting one more day with his father and it's like, Oh, what was the deal with you and your father? And like the most you ever get was like, Oh, I got mad at him for growing old. I never forgave my dad for growing old, which to me is like, wait yeah so okay hold on i i well the growing old is like becoming like becoming the old becoming the old version like being more reserved and and probably more conservative and all of that kind of shit i think at least that's what i take that for but i i personally don't find like the his 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 and his dad relationship is not what i find interesting at all about that movie or or yeah. <sighs> yeah. So feel I yeah. I mean, and no disrespect to people who really love making an emotional connection with with Field of Dreams. I'm sure it works for, like for a lot of people. But just watching it for the first time of just a few months ago, it's like, wait, this is Field of Dreams. I don't. Can I, and I love the idea. I love the imagery. Again, that's sort of like Americaniness of that because you know, they actually created that field out in Iowa and and all of that. Um, so another thing, I but, didn't mention it, but also very good music. I really like the music in Field of Dreams. I can barely picture it. This is the Doobie Brothers when they go yeah, when they drive the from Boston to Minnesota. And the Doobie Brothers is playing. Um 
but no, it's, I mean, to, to wrap up what I was saying about the field of dreams connection, it's, you know, it's very similar, right? You know, Creed, um, or Adonis, Donnie, whatever you want to call him, has like, like actually compelling unresolved conflict with his father and can't, you know, really resolve it because his father is dead, a la um, Field of Dreams. And obviously there's on like a broader level, there's a lot of like spending, you know, time with loved ones and, you know, people who are deceased with, with all the Rocky stuff with Adrian and Polly. And when he puts the four roses on Polly's tombstone and he's like, yeah, this is your favorite, right? It is it just, yeah, like he's got his little stool up in the tree. Like I remember the first time seeing Creed a few years ago, it's like, that's just like, Oh my God. It's like one of the most beautiful scenes uh, ever. It is just so like, it's just, it's like small and quiet and he's got his little newspaper. And then obviously like the whole, um, playing on the field of dreams thing with just like one day or one more day when he does like that, I could put like everything in my life is good in a bowl and trade it in for another day with Adrian. He would. But um, even, yeah. sorry, I know you finished your thoughts, no, yeah. but like unresolved trauma with the, that like he was also dealing with it. Like his stuff isn't, you think it's all settled and then he gets cancer and he's like freezes. He's like, I'm not going to no. It was like bringing back too many bad memories of her fight with cancer. He's like, nope, it's nasty. I don't want to deal with it. I don't want to fight it. And like, it's just, yeah, it sort of shows like a cyclical, like even like the people who seem to have it all figured out, like grief is cyclical and it's kind of beautiful for that reason. Yeah. And it's just overall the most compelling, you know, what is most compelling to me in a sports movie is kind of more the individual thing, not team. And it's, you know, it's hard to do team ensemble movies in general, let alone sports ones, but um, you know, what I would like to see in a sports movie is, you know, like the relationship between the coach and the pupil and, you know, some sort of, you know, metaphor, not metaphors, it sounds cheesy, but, you know, more life lessons and self-growth and overcoming something that's more than just like the feed itself, which you get in Creed. And you also get like the best filmed, uh, like athletic feats that have been filmed before. Um, which is all, all great. And you get Skyfall. Skyfall. <laughs> cool, cool, cool. So at least the Rocky franchise <laughs> owns, owns this pod. Um, lovely. Moving on to Burning Questions. First one. Does Jotty drop the ball on porpoise? Purpose. <laughs> porpoise. No. Yes. Oh, yeah, totally. No. Yes. No, you can see her wrist is so limp. Like, it's not just her fingers letting go. Her whole arm. She leaves it limp. She's a good actress. No. The umpire would have. She's she did. Pre- performing for the umpire. No. I think she got genuinely knocked over. No, she did it on purpose. What changed in the, whatever, 30 seconds between her really wanting to beat her sister and that? She sees her sister, right? She sees her sister crying or something like that. Is there just, a, isn't there a lingering shot where she's looking at her sister and her sister? But like, then she still like throws what? what she intends on being an out, you know? I don't remember specifically that much. I just believe in the moment. That she's distracted a little because she's thinking... 
Oh, cool. They got Tia <laughs> Leone to be a Racine Bell. Um, no, she does not. She does it on purpose. Okay. I don't think so. Next one. Was Such LeBron the best choice for Space Jam 2? No doubt in my mind. I mean, if it has to be a basketball right, player, yeah. it be Charles Barkley. I, I could see there's... Charles Barkley doing it. But like, how are you going to yeah. do those sort of like unhappy warrior thing? I feel like that's like the only thing that's compelling about Space Jam is that like he well, doesn't want to play think basketball. It's not going to be the. It's not going to be a remake. It's I know, a but like, I guess I mean like he's certainly like the best basketball player and the best actor, but the baseball stuff is. I don't know. Like just that, like, oh, it's he's not just the best, but he also like kind of doesn't want to do it anymore. He's playing baseball right now. It's just it's so good. And I think that like you kind of just want somebody who's not quite as bright and shiny perfect. I mean, there's no one like Michael Jordan who's like the best player, but like kind of doesn't seem to love a lot of aspects of the game that much. But like Russell Westbrook or Kyrie if he were better. Is there be too much? Everyone else brings too much baggage. But also. Michael Jordan had a lot of baggage. But it's but but that was not not in a social. It's a different it's a different world. Like the baggage is is in a different form. And I think Kyrie Russell Westbrook like the movie would be being put into the world in a scenario where everyone already has a thought about it. Um. So this is who would be the best choice for like the Jordan equivalent in Space Jam Two. Yes. Yeah. I mean, yeah, how can you find a more compelling choice than I mean, it's LeBron, like right? Because who, who is even close to his superstardom? No, if you're going for goatness, it's like, there's no question. But I just think that there's a whole story to Jordan that's more interesting than anything that LeBron has. And that they, that. Play in, they play out in the movie. But I mean, you can make shit up. Yeah, I guess. Like he also had already come back. Like it's like it's not like that was like his his coming back to the NBA was started was off by Space Jam. It was like two already years come later, back. Yeah. I mean, I just think that they're going to make. They, a they thing did about... play on that well with the movie, but you they can play on so other well. things well with Space Jam too. It's just a matter of okay. them doing being made well. Maybe they'll I just do the don't Cleveland think LA thing. Well. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. Next up, should Donnie have finished the Colin fight? Yes, because I need that drop. I need the Rocky theme drop at the beginning of the 12th round. Oh. <laughs> it seems pretty irresponsible, right? On both oh, no, their behalves. Yeah, like, yeah. It's just like there's another version of that movie where he dies and you're like, there's oh, like brain the damage or, yeah, I mean, severely injured. I don't know, as much as I love the movie, watching it this third time and, you know, being really tapped into it, because there's that moment where it's like, they're about to stop, they're going to stop. But then there's like a little like inspirational like beat or something like that. And they're like, yeah, we're definitely going to keep going. And it's like, oh, no, why? That's a pretty bad decision. Um, <laughs> but I think they needed to yeah, they give Sam the music he needed. Yeah, he did. Uh, I got to I got to see it. Uh next up, wait, Rachel, what did you say? I think kind of no. I mean, obviously it's a movie. Like She's they should not have ended anyway. the movie differently. They shouldn't have ended the movie differently. But like right, if yeah. that was a situation which, in real life, walking up the steps of the PMA, I mean, come on. Yeah, that was perfect. 
Um, is Tom Hanks a good coach? This is a juicy one. Fuck I no. Think. Uh, yeah. Maybe no. it's more open and shut to you guys. It has nothing to do with them. It's all about uh, Dottie. Like, she's the coach. Right, but He's by the end, I mean, on, on both from both a narrative and sort of meta level with the whole Tom Hanks of it all by the end of the movie, when he's like, Oh, they offered me blah, blah, blah. And like Wichita or wherever, I can't remember where it is, but the, you know, he says that Gary Marshall offered him a job with in like minor leagues or something. And then he says, oh, I got a job. And you're yeah. supposed to have this like, Oh, right. I love Tom Hanks. And this is, and I mean, it works to some extent. Job. But, no, I mean, he, it works as no, um, I think, he, but if actually as a coach, he's terrible. I don't know. I mean, like, there's another version of that coach that's like, well, these girls are useless. So I'm going to tell them, I'm going to micromanage them to high heaven. Like, he just, he, I mean, he's a good coach because they win a lot and they seem pretty happy and they're a good team. Like, I, I think if you go from like that's a results based. Yeah. Well, I also, but like, but you can't, if things are going okay, doing what he's doing, you can't, you can't say he would have done all of that anyway. Like maybe if they were losing more, he would have acted different, but like what he did got good results and they seemed happy. So therefore he's a good coach. What if they didn't have a coach? Would anything different have happened? Probably. Cause they would like be like, well, we don't have a coach and they'd worry about that and whatever. I mean, it doesn't matter. They were a very well functioning group without a big coaching presence. And if he had the, whatever to step back, be like, yeah, I don't need to be all purpose, up in their business. How do you more know? On purpose. I don't think it was on purpose. How do but we like, know anything? We're all we're all just <laughs> conjecture here. But like, not if they this... were losing all the time, he would not necessarily have been all hands off. I feel bad. Why, Why do you feel bad? No, not that this isn't a great conversation. I just I I didn't represent the spirit of the question I had in my head by what I put on oh. paper here. What I really meant to have us consider is like I guess by the end of the movie are we supposed to be on the side of Tom Hanks and like cheer for Tom Hanks and believe in the enduring greatness of Jimmy Dugan as the you know coach of the peaches next season? It's not wholly different from what you all were talking about, but um, I didn't mean like, you know, do you need Tom Hanks to win baseball games because he's a good baseball coach? It's because I don't know. I feel like a little uneasy about it. Cause I've, I've heard, you know, hearing, listen to things, read things. And they, you know, people revere this as such like a great feel good, like Tom Hanks performance. And he ends on such a win and such a high note. I don't know. It's just like a little fucked up. Like a little because he's definitely still a drunk. I don't know if they know how drunks work, but he's still going to be a drunk <laughs> just because they took second place in the World Series. Um, yeah, it was the unearned thing that Rachel said, but I don't know. Uh, and it was I meant to mention this. It's such I don't know. It's such an interesting artifact for me in my emotional journey with Tom Hanks. I meant to mention this in my in my genre journey, but I went from seeing in rapid enough succession in the theater. So 92 field or not field of dreams, 92 league of their own 93 sleepless in Seattle and 94 forest Gump. And I think I can explain this part away because he, Tom, his hair is so different in sleepless in Seattle. I don't know if I was like registering the Tom Hanks of it all, 
but going from league of their own to Forrest Gump, where he's playing like in one way or another, like for lack of a better term, like abnormally presenting people, especially to the eyes of like a four or five year old. I thought that was just Tom Hanks. Like I didn't think he was acting that much. Like I thought Tom Hanks was, that was his character in real life. And thought like, oh, this Tom Hanks guy is like kind of scary. And I don't hope I don't run into him at a party or something. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I don't, uh, I don't know. I, I see where and you're going. When yeah. she, when she looks at his picture in the, in Cooperstown and it's yeah. like clearly like a moment where she's like, has like uncomplicatedly like sad and admiration feelings for him. That does feel like, okay, I guess she could think that like, why does she love him more than anyone else? Like more than just anyone who was involved in that time of her life seems. Yeah. I see what you're going with that. Also, there's no way he lived as long as he did after that. Yeah. Yeah. He's done within a year. Um, do you take beans Boston deal? No, no. Cause fuck Boston. Boston. Oh <laughs> yeah. I thought I was going to have the clever one-liner. We all. What was did. yours? What, what was, was your one-liner? The same thing. Okay. We should have all said it at the same time. What do you think Shrewless Joe's alias was in the Carolina Miners? I have a good one. <laughs> I thought I had maybe removed this. That was one of my. I left it on there, I guess, subconsciously. Mine was Shoe Much Jim Johnson. Come on now. Shoe Much Jim Johnson? Too much, too much Jim Johnson. I didn't, I didn't write anything for this one, so I'll say oh. it sounds. No, I did. It's one of those things. It's kind of like the writing your own funny punchline in your head, like the money ball thing where Jonah Hill is luring Billy Bean into a, like a, like a hokey surprise party for Billy Bean day. Um, is when Kevin Costner is like, my dad said like years later, uh, you know, he saw Shoeless Joe playing in the minors in Carolina under an alias. And I'm just thinking like Shoeless Joe showing up to like the minor league office in North Carolina and like a Groucho Mark, pair of Groucho Marx glasses. Be like, hello, I'm Shoeless <laughs> Show. <laughs> like, All right. All right, Mr. Show, what's your first name? Uh, burning question. Last burning question. Which ah. rock are your two co-hosts? I never clicked this link. What is this link? It's Jesus, Sam. It's like a listicle of ranking the Rockford Peaches. In like really weird ways, it has pros and cons. And it's like, I guess, very faithful to what is on the page. But for some of the cons are like addicted to cigarettes. Um, like for the Madonna one, it's like has a sketchy past. Madonna and Child, and um, poison, like, poisons. It, yeah, poisons. Madonna is, has a shady past. Is addicted to cigarettes. Poisons people. Is cons. Yeah, one is like. Yeah, I mean, you get the idea. But yeah, it's an interestingly written article. Um, a lot of hard feelings after the fellowship. Uh, yeah. Assignment. It's. It's. I don't think it's gonna be. It's not gonna be worse than that one. <laughs> I thought we did it out of the I'm park. just like I have to I have to do 
the two of you, I have to do one of you is Madonna and one of you is Rosie O'Donnell. Madonna so and Child. Rachel is Madonna and, and you are Rosie O'Donnell. If I, that was reading the thing, that would have been my, if I was going to Karnak it, I should have Karnaked it. You got to Gandalf earlier. I should have been able to Karnak. Um, that's what I would have predicted is Rosie But Sam would have said. Um, not necessarily with Sam, with you or Sam. It's sort of a third baseman. I, I played third base. Um, sort of a third baseman ethos. See, um, I said that Andy was Dottie. Oh, I said you were Dottie. That's funny. <gasps> we owe Henry to each other. We gift and magi to each other. I said... Andy was Dottie because Andy's just very um, like quietly stubborn. Huh. I said you were I've, well, a couple things. I guess you have, I've, I think you are like a catcher, catcher ethos, I think. I can see you in like a catcher's outfit. Maybe that's why I like catcher's outfit so much. And I guess <laughs> you're clearly like the alpha, like the, like the. Yeah. Alpha. But she's more, I feel like she's more of a, like a, like a, more apparent alpha. Dottie's kind of an under, like a, like a, like a quiet alpha. alpha. I'm like a yeah. doing the most alpha. Yeah, doing the Which most. Which is kind of like what I, why I thought Andy, like Andy also is sort of quiet but who, alpha is, But is there really that, is there such a person, is there a peach that is a doing the most alpha? Madonna. I thought it was, Madonna I thought it was Rosie. I thought you'd both say I was Rosie. No. But I'm not aggressive enough to be Rose like, like with other people. Yeah, I don't think so. See, I just I just wanted to I, I did I did more thought about like the role. I just wanted you guys to be a pair. And I also apparently needed to exonerate myself after a perfectly above board assignment of Gimli last episode. <laughs> yeah, Gimli's great. Gimli was a good I Gimli and Legolas. I know. How are Gimli and Legolas not the boar and swan of the fellowship like it's <laughs> you made I, up with it with saying i'm dottie and andy saying I'm, or sam saying i'm a daughter oh and then sam's the georgia beauty queen of course yeah sam's the georgia beauty queen ellen sue gatlander <laughs> so, so obvious. <laughs> why is that obvious because she has blonde hair like fucking orlando bloom it's like just delicate She's like the Legolas of the team. She's very delicate. She's very prim and proper. Kind of ethereal. I think sometimes Sam has a sort of ethereal vibe to him. Last up. Is it last up? The draft? Uh, yeah, we have a draft. Duh. We have to draft a coach <laughs> and five starters for a basketball game. Wait, no. Or a mysterious to be a disclosed. No, if we're doing a draft, no, if we're doing a draft, I think it should be a basketball game. No, because then we're just gonna like this is like a sport TBD. We should be picking generic okay, athletes. Sport. Because otherwise, draft. you're never gonna pick any women. Five starters for a sport. That's not true. Yeah. Why would? Yeah. Well, like you're only gonna pick twelve for yourself, like, Rachel. No, that's not how it works either. It's a sport TBD. Sport. It's just for a sport. I mean, you'd pick the women who play basketball, but it's not like, I don't know. I just think it's different when it's sport TBD. So uh, do, do we have, to, are we all going to be drafting coaches at the same time or is it? Yes, you let's have start with coaches. Start with coaches. 
Sam, you're first. Fuck yeah. And? And give it a second. It's spinning. Oh, I, I guess. You're probably using that white bear wheel, though. Using pick. Andy's second. Sar order, brah. Let's draft. Let's draft. And then I want to hear about Sam's uh, female soccer movie. <laughs> I, I didn't have all five, but I did have the beginnings of one. Um, Be open on a field. Uh, so I get to draft coach first. Let's see. With the first pick. In the 2021 NBA draft. Sport TBD draft. Sport TBD draft. Oh, that's right. Because I I want to trick myself into picking women for this. I'm just saying. I'm you kidding. Say- I would have picked women regardless. Okay. Yeah. This is uh, like specified this, sport, it's a charity game. It's a charity <laughs> game. It's like an NBA. I, can't, I still can't think of the thing. What was the thing? The Welcome Back Cotter guy was involved in it it was in the 70s it's on i love the 70s it it's was not like, just women it's just like even short people like it's just saying basketball makes it like that you want only tall people obviously the women who played basketball would be don't first push your basketball paradigm on me okay fine i'll put together any basketball team i want fine for charity <laughs> with the first pick i will be taking Rocky. See, I think he's gonna struggle managing a team. He's got the he can do the one-on-one. See, I don't need uh, I'm not gonna need him to do a lot. He's gonna kind of be a he's 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 more of a can we still pick back. Rocky as player in our yes. player? Okay, good. Okay. Jandy. Uh I want Billy Bean as my coach, man. You have the Billy same Bean. issue with you with me. And he, he's not. He's he's uh he's not a get his hands dirty. If I need guy. these guys fired, if I need my players fired, I got feelings. <laughs> um, I'm thinking Coach Boone from Denzel Washington. Coach Boone from Denzel from Washington. Okay. okay, players. Rocky. Raquel. Oh, I'm. Oh, girl. Uh, I'm picking Ray Allen. Uh, Does any of them together? It is not for basketball, right? It's, this is for no, sport TBD. He's the best. Sport, gen- this is just general sports. And you pick the basketball player after belaboring that this isn't about basketball. <laughs> you pick. He seems like I mean, the best athlete. He is the best athlete. Like, is he? Yes. He's, he's better athlete than Muhammad Ali. <laughs> oh okay, yeah, that's fine. a good point. I'm gonna take Muhammad Ali. Timo. And uh, I mean, if I'm gotten, if I'm getting Rocky to use Rocky to its fullest extent, I will take the Adonis Creed. Um, and then I will also take 
because Rocky is so good with the individual relationships, actions will work. I'm taking uh, Sanaa Lathan's character from Love and mm. Basketball. Um, I mean, I guess I got to take, well, yeah, I think so. Um, Ooh, that's going to be, yeah. Um, take Dottie, right? I mean, she's probably good at a bunch of shit. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah, this is there's this is so much different from Heist, where I mean the the well just runs so much deeper compared to I Heist. Like, so I get the next two. Yep. Okay, so I want like a sort of intense workhorse type who's going to learn everything and do everything. Um, so I'm picking Jess from Bendit Like Beckham. Sure. Then I also, at this point, my team, my team needs a little maturity, you know, a little, a little glue maturity. So I'm going with uh, Roy Hobbs. See, I just, mm-hmm. that was one I just remembered that I was thinking he, he's like one of the best remaining. Um, taking Vince, baby. So oh. if there's a stalker leg of the uh, like NBC or C was NBC or C we got to We got to look it up. I'm sure our listeners are shouting into their car radios, what this thing was called in the seventies where it was like Olympic style games. Um, but if, but if there, if, if the sport TBD is stalker, I'd be all set. So I'm taking Vince. I forget his last name from the color of money. Mm, yeah. So I have some, I need, I have two people on my team that need a lot of like coach intervention, need a lot of person one-on-one time. So I need someone who is kind of self-motivated uh, in this case, motivated by God. I'm going with Eric Liddell from chariots of fire. Um, the Scottish wonder boy. Um, and then this is where things get muddier. Um, I will go with I need comedic I need comedic relief. I'm going with Rosie O'Donnell's character from uh Murph. I'm going with Murph. Apparently she auditioned for Marla. But hit it off so well with Madonna and Child. I did hear they that. created yeah. the, the thing for her. Like it. Um. Oh, that's a good one too. I think Vince and Ali might be button heads a lot, but it's not. It's not a big deal. We'll figure it out. I think so. I uh, think um, <laughs> Especially with a manager that's just there to fire people. <laughs> Vince, you've been traded to Rachel's team. <laughs> Call this number. So and so will take care of everything. Um, oh, okay. Yeah. So he, yeah, he would be good. 
I think I'm taking Benny the Jet. God damn it. <laughs> I realize. I mean, you're, you're going to have to deal with some child labor laws, but you know. Well, I'm thinking like playing Old for the Benny Dodgers, the Benny. That you see, the only true versions of him you get are child or end of his career, because that's <laughs> the point at which the last scene of his film is like he's at the very end. He's already been through it all. It's probably still the safer bet there. True. So these two picks are probably going to ironically make me most set up for a basketball team and also have the fewest number of women, um, despite what I was complaining about. But um, can't believe no one has picked this player yet. I pick Michael Jordan. Boom. Thought about it. <laughs> Thought about it. <laughs> As Thought my about fourth it. pick. I hope it's a baseball competition. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we know he's not very adaptable. Maybe it's golf. He's bad at that too. And uh, my fifth pick is Harold Abramson. Cause he seems just like a stand-up guy. I hope it's Cheers. not a I hope it's not a Gilbert and Sullivan showcase. Abrahams. I said Abrahamson. Yeah, I hope it is so. My final pick. Final pick. I don't oh, Jimmy Chitwood. Easy. I don't trust Jimmy. I don't like Jimmy. My final Because you're not allowed to touch him. Stay away from Jimmy. <laughs> and this is rough. There's two. I need to shoot. I need to wait. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Uh, my final pick is Lola Bunny. Oh, Jesus. I had to think for a second <laughs> who that was. <laughs> 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 um... We want to go over everyone's teams. Hey, hey, Lola. Sure. Lola. I'm going to stand here in shadow box for a little bit. So my <laughs> team is Denzel Washington, coach. Coach Boone. Coach, coach Boone. Uh, Ray Allen, Jess, Roy Hobbs, Harold Abrahamson, and Michael Jordan. I got Muhammad Ali. <laughs> this is weird. <laughs> Muhammad Ali. I can't remember Dottie's last name. Dottie. Hanson. Dottie Hanson. Vince. It's something Italian. It's like Fijia or something like that. Um, I wrote Benny the Jet, but it looks like Buddy Hackett. <laughs> I played myself. Uh, and Jimmy Chitwood. All coached by... William Bean. So I can say like Benny, Rachel's team is paying me three and a half million not to, to, to play against her. <laughs> I'm going to need to have help remember, remembering who I picked. So I have uh, Rocky as my coach. Uh, uh, Donis Creed. Snile Lathan. Uh, Rosie O'Donnell and Rosie O'Donnell and Lola, Lola Buddy. Buddy. What a crew. Mine is the best <laughs> hang, I think. I think I am the most fun crew. <laughs> I'm not, I don't, winning is yeah, not. Yeah, you probably win for chemistry, well, right? Mine, yeah, it's all about team chem. If, if you're not having fun, what are you having? You're getting beat by the team with Ray Allen and Michael Jordan. <laughs> Yeah, but what if it's like, what if it's pool? What if it's nine ball? Could be nine ball. 
I believe that they would be good at it. I believe that Jess could learn to do anything. Maybe not Michael Jordan. Wait, no, I forgot about, uh, I forgot. I also have Eric Liddell. That's yeah. what it was. I, Cause I wrote, I got to fix my handwriting. At first I thought, did Sam pick Chuck Liddell for something? <laughs> uh, so it's been a pod. Talk Wait, about a hole in one. Um, <laughs> uh, hopefully the space between this one and our next one will be much shorter i think it will be oh we've more or less solidified a recording date for it right since we'll do it live well oh, live for us together together live isn't the right that. word but we'll presumably we'll do our first we uh recording when we're all live together a svelte 15 movies 15 it's a it's a new we're taking a leap and not what, doing what is, our, what is the what is the genre slash category for these movies well we're doing our annual year episode so last year i did it come out no it came out last when did it come out when did 67 come out did it come out in 2021 we recorded it in 2020 clear. i think it might have no, I don't think it. I think it still came out in 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 twenty. We're doing another. Year we're doing another episode. year. It's going decade by decade. We're doing nineteen seventy five. Super excited about this one. Yeah, it's gonna be great. Um, no, I'm yeah. I'm levitating. I have seen. No, oh, Sam, you're frozen. One of these movies. You've seen one of them. <laughs> I guess yep. I haven't seen a preponderance of them. Obviously, I've seen Jaws. Um, Not the one I've seen. Which is wild. That's 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 awesome that we'll be doing this and you'll be coming off of seeing Jaws for the first. I can't believe you've not seen Jaws. What if I hate it? You're you not going to hate it. It's like it's one of the best movies of all time. <laughs> okay. Um it's one of those things too, where it's like, I'm trying to think if there's, I, I I got two months to think about it, but I never think I'm gonna like it as much as I do. Cause it's got an interesting structure. But every time when I leave, it's like, God damn it. It's a really good movie. You did it to me, Jaws. But yeah, Jaws, Jaws kicks ass. Yeah, we're looking forward to sharing that with you and watching all these movies. That'll be a good one. So stay tuned. We promise it'll be sooner than the gap between the most recent one. But not to confuse you, we're the list does not include 1991's Stay Tuned. No. Our 1975 list does not include 1991's Stay Tuned. In case you clearing, were confused. Clear, clearing that up. Play it again, Sam. Mm-hmm.